Hello, and welcome back to the Iowa Type Theory Commute. I'm Aaron Stump, and uh, we've been talking about proof theory for quite some time, and I decided it's time to talk about something else. Um, it's not the Iowa Proof Theory Commute, but it, you know, if somebody actually knew more about that, I'm sure you could make a podcast just about proof theory, on and on about proof theory. There's a lot to learn, and there's a lot about it in math, computer science, probably philosophy. Anyway, um, but I think I want to talk about something different now, which is um, I want to take a survey of um, interactive theorem-proving tools, also known as proof assistance. Uh, and this is something that I know some listeners have probably delved into a bit themselves. And I've, I've definitely done, you know, a bit. I mean, we have I have my own theorem prover, <laughs> but I've used a bunch of other ones. And I've learned a bunch about it. So that, that's something I feel really comfortable talking about. And I think it's, and I, I, for me, even though, you know, I've, I've looked into it a, a quite a bit, again, it's just like proof theory or any of these topics. There's just so much you could learn and so much more you could, you could study. And, and also kind of like, I mean, I've been working on my own theorem proving tools since my first one was in like 2005. So, I mean, I've been doing this for a bit and I like personally like to reflect a little bit, look at some tools, um, reflect a little bit on some of that, uh, and sort of compare and evaluate and think about them. So um, kind of like I did with the module system chapter, which was a, turned out to be very educational for me. I hope you enjoyed it uh, if, you, if you check that one out. Um, I kind of want to look at different theorem provers and talk a bit about them and um, sort of try to make some comparisons uh, resisting, of course, the temptation to declare my own prover the best. <laughs> it's definitely not. I mean, this, you know, creating a theorem prover, a, now we will get to terminology as well. This is a humongous engineering endeavor. It's a big intellectual endeavor. And there's a lot of really amazing tools out there that have been under development for literally decades. Um, so, uh, <laughs> anyway, you know, so, um, one th- piece of terminology I want to pin down is you hear the word theorem prover, and I think it's kind of important to know that there are a co- there's sort of like two main categories of tools that you might call a theorem prover. One is the kind like automatic theorem provers. These are tools that implement algorithms to try to automatically determine if a given formula is really a theorem. Uh, that this is really impressive, and that also goes under the name of automated reasoning. I think automated reasoning that that encompasses um, both kinds of theorem provers. But the first kind is really the goal is to be fully automatic. You just type in a formula, you put in Fermat's last theorem, and just hit enter or whatever, and you just hope you know wait for the tool to try to prove or disprove the theorem. We we should talk about that a little bit more, but just by survey, you know, means of survey. The other kind of tool, which is the one I want to focus on in this chapter, um, is an interactive theorem prover. Um, uh, in fact, the conference now um, for this is called Interactive Theorem Proving (ITP), and uh, th- these tools are also, as I mentioned, also called proof assistants, uh, and these are pieces of software that are trying to help you, the human, write a proof in a computer-checked, you know, computer-checkable format of some theorem. 
So they're not trying to just blast the thing for you and just tell you, oh yeah, that's a theorem, or oh no, it's not a theorem, here's some kind of a counterexample or something like that. They're there to help you write down a proof in a format that can be checked by the tool. Okay? And so, again, those are these sort of like two big um, categories of tools, like fully automatic provers and interactive provers. And I want to focus on that interactive part um, in this chapter. But I did want to just let you know, because, I mean, for one thing, many interactive provers include automatic provers as, as part of their implementations. Um, so many, uh, many tools that are designed to help you write a proof. Sorry, I just had some pies fall on the floor. That's not good. That's a danger of doing this while you're driving. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're fine. They're fine. Pies are fine. Theorems are fine. Everybody, everybody's proofs are fine. Um, so, they, you know, an, an, an interactive theorem prover, you know, it's, it's there to help you. And, you know, hey, what better way to help you than just to, like, prove it for you, right? So, um, so a lot, most interactive or many interactive provers do include some form of automated reasoning, like fully automatic reasoning, to help you. Now, if you're not too, you know, if you're, if you're not as familiar with sort of the logic side of these things, you might say, well, gee, that sounds great. I mean, why would you even have an interactive, interactive prover? Why don't you just have it be fully automatic all the time? And it's, uh, yeah, it's a little bit of an, I just saw an XKCD import anti import anti gravity Python comic. I'm I'm sure probably many listeners are familiar with that one. Um, it's a little bit like that. It's kind of the problem is you can't just um, you actually can't solve uh, all these theories fully automatically, um, at least not in a feasible way. Um, and there's deep sort of recursion theoretic reasons for that. Lo interesting logics logics beyond. I mean, where, where you could really formalize interesting, interesting programs or interesting mathematical statements and try to prove them. These logics are not automatable because um, they are um, they're undecidable. You can prove that it's impossible to write an algorithm that can always tell you either yes, it's a theorem, or no, it's not a theorem. Like that they always terminate, they can always tell you that. You can easily reduce the halting problem to validity in these kind of logics. Okay, so the halting problem, you know, whether a Turing machine or just in general some program halts or not, um, given some particular input, that, that's this classic undecidable problem. Why actually, you know, this is like Alan Turing, one of the founding fathers of the field, uh, this was, you know, one of his great contributions was proving that that problem is undecidable. And you can easily re reduce the problem to logic, because logic is very expressive, right? That's why we love it. <laughs> it's great. You can express all kinds of things using logic. And you can easily express kind of the behavior of programs, like the, sem the operational semantics of programs. You can easily exp express in logic. And you can express statements about whether, you know, Turing machines or other program, you know, programs and other models of computation or whatever, whether they, ter they uh, terminate or not in logic. <clears throat> so anyway, so that's why you can't just do, you know, fully automatic proving all the time. Uh, so... Um, I mean, so, you know, we're talking about logics. We're 
we would like to be working with logics where we have a proof system. And so <clears throat> those logics, if there is a proof, in principle, a prover could eventually find it, right? Because if you have a proof system, that means you've got some finite set of rules that you can apply to prove things. And so you could just brute force try all possible proofs and see if you ever find a proof of what you're trying to prove. Now, if that sounds pretty hopeless, it is. <laughs> that doesn't work very well because it's just the space you're searching is so enormous. Okay, so that's where interactive provers come into play. It's, um, in my opinion, <clears throat> it's human beings, you know, we know how to prove things generally. Um, you say, uh, I, I don't really know how to prove things. Like, yeah, I feel like that a lot of the time. So, but you know, you, you know how to prove stuff, sort of. So we all know how to prove some stuff. And, you know, with, with, you know, a little refresher on some of the, you know, axioms and rules of inference and this and that for various logical theories, then we can, we can manage to prove things. And um, so we, the interactive theorem prover or the proof assistant, as it's called, is just a tool to support you doing that. Uh, and just, you know, you say, but why, what is it, what is it really supposed to do? Well, I mean, what, what, what kind of support do I need? I mean, can I just write down a proof and, you know, be pretty convinced? It's like, yeah, but that's kind of the same as like writing code. I mean, you wouldn't write a big complicated piece of code on a paper, right? I mean, you might, you say, I use, I mean, I design my software. I like go to sketch out, you know, how this is going to work and what's going to interact with what. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you don't actually write out the code on paper. That would be silly, right? You, you, you totally want a compiler or a type checker or an IDE or something to help you write it. What's its job? It's just like checking that your syntax is correct, checking that things type check if you're using, hopefully, a type language and so forth. Well, the interactive theorem prover, that's its basic job too. It's like, it's trying to, and just like an IDE, right? It, you know, it might do like, uh, you know, um, variable name completion or this kind of thing. Um, so it does little things that kind of make your life easier. But in the end, its main job is to like maybe type check your code, compile your code. The proof checker is, uh, be the proof assistant is kind of doing the same thing. It's, it provides a lot of facilities to try to make your life easier because theorem proving, you know, creating software is pretty hard. Theorem, you know, creating proofs about software is harder. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's worse. <laughs> it's much harder. Um, and so we definitely, definitely need some tool support for that. Uh, but in the end, after all is said and done, the tool is going to prove, you know, check your proofs and make sure that you didn't make any errors, didn't do some invalid inferences or, you know, accidentally use an axiom some way that's not allowed to be used or whatever it is. Okay, so the proof assistant, it's there to help you. And in the end, you want it to actually check that your proof is right, right? I mean, that's the whole reason you're going to be doing this activity, writing proofs in a tool, you know, is you want it, uh, um, you want to be darn sure that whatever you're proving is really, really true. Um, it really, you know, you think you're proving something and it's it really holds. So um, anyway, so that, as I said, in this new chapter of the podcast, um, that's what we're going to, not, yeah, chapter right. This new chapter of the podcast, that's what we're going to be looking at is interactive provers. And we're going to take a look at some of the different ones that are out there and um, make, compare them a little bit. And that's kind of, I mean, it's, it, again, that's a, it's an enormous world. You could spend a lot of time um, talking about that. And we're just going to try to go more than scratch the surface. We're going to go a little into it, but um, I'm sure we won't be comprehensive. So, all right, I've reached my destination with my pies. Uh, now I got the lights on.
they look fine. I'm sure you were worried with me here. All right. And uh, so thanks a lot for listening. Hope you're well where you are. Drop me an email anytime. Take care.